Hello, my name is Hugo Vantveer. I'm a student at the Denver Waldorf School, and I'm working on my senior project. Ron is teaching me how to create and produce a podcast, so I'm reading the intro today. Join the narrators at the Denver Art Museum for Untitled Final Fridays on February 23rd, 2018, for an evening of true stories inspired by art at the museum, in the form of live performers, illustrators, interactive exhibits, audio tours, and more. The event is free with museum admission. Hope to see you there. Our next regular monthly show will take place on Wednesday, the 21st of February at Buntport Theater in Denver. The theme will be Warning Signs. Next Storyteller. Our next Storyteller. This next Storyteller. Our next Storyteller. Welcome to the Narrator's Podcast. This podcast collects stories that were told at the Narrator's, a monthly storytelling event that features people telling true stories based on a theme. Today's story comes from Colorado native Ellie Stevens. The story was recorded live on December 20th, 2017 at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. The theme of the evening was chance. Hello. Hi. (laughs) All right. So when I graduated high school and Ron was my teacher, um, I didn't really have a plan, so I decided to backpack around Central America with my cousin Gwen, uh, and we bought a one-way ticket to Guatemala, um, and we had an awesome time. It was absolutely amazing. We did so many wonderful things, Um, and right before Christmas, we were gone for like two months, basically. The trip was supposed to be like three or four months, and about five days before Christmas, um, we found ourselves on this island outside of Cancun, Mexico, called Isla Mujeres. And um, we were staying in this old hostel that was on the island. It was like this big sort of compound with a huge wall around it. And a ton of people from all over the world staying there that all just like got along really well. There were private rooms and dorm rooms and people with tents on the lawn. And it was wonderful. And we were like, you know, we've been doing like night bus ruins, night bus volcano, like just running around Mexico and Belize and Guatemala. Like, let's just stay here till Christmas is over, you know. So we got everyone in the hostel to agree to have this huge Christmas Eve party. And we're like, this is going to be great. We're going to hang out on this island for a few days and then have this huge blowout and then figure out where we're going next. So um, we rode, we rented bikes, me and my cousin Gwen. Uh, we rented bikes and rode all around the island and we found this huge pinata. And we're like, this is going to be great. Like, we're going to have this is going to be like the centerpiece of the event of the party. And we brought it to the hostel and made a big sign that said, feed me on it. And like, of course, all the hostel people thought we were so cool. We put in like cigarettes and shooters and condoms and weed and candy. And we we're like, oh, my God. So we have this huge, crazy blowout party. It's super, super fun. I remember being on the rooftop and I remember like attacking the pinata. And I don't remember all of it. <laughs> But I woke up the next day in my friend's tent on the lawn, and I was just like, oh, you know, like feeling like that was crazy. And I get up to go find our room, or to go see Gwen in our room, and these dudes come up to me, and they're like, oh, my God, Ellie, did you hear? Everything's gone. Um, someone stole everything. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, that sucks. Like, uh, you know, not thinking it really has to do with me at that point. Like, oh, my God, I, I need to go find my cousin. And I go to our room, and my cousin's sitting there, and the room's totally empty. And she's like, someone stole all of our stuff. (laughs) And so all of our stuff was um, all of our clothes, all of our money that we had for the whole trip, 
our passports, our IDs, our travel journals, like everything that we had, you know, for the for everything. And I look down and I'm barefoot and I have on like a bathing suit top and a bathing suit bottom and a little skirt. And I'm just like, I, I had dealt with on the trip, I had dealt with things being stolen and other shit of having to call insurance companies and back home and borrow money from people because, you know, yada, yada. But like everything being gone was just too much for me to <laughs> decide that I could deal with at that moment. I was, it was just like overwhelmed. I was like, every, you know, so I said to her, I'm going to go to the beach. And I don't even remember what she said, but I was just like, I'll be back later. You know, like I'm not going to deal with this right now. And so I walked down to the beach and I laid in the sun and I went in the ocean and I was there for like 15 or 20 minutes and I was like, this is not helping. Like, this is not taking my mind. I still feel just really bewildered and like alone and just over, like not able to even handle what the fuck is going on. So I decided to walk back to the hostel and kind of like maybe face reality or whatever's going on there. And I'm walking back and this English guy is like, start, hey, hey, girl, hey, you know, like chatting me up. <laughs> and I'm not in the mood for that. You know, he's like, what's your name? You know, like following me. And I'm just like glaring at him, like, Fucking get away. And he's like, oh, no, don't be mad. Don't be sad. You can't be mad today. You know, what can I No, What can we do to make you feel better? What can I do? And I look at him like, you know, fuck, get, get, fuck you, get away from me. And he's like, can I buy you a drink? And I stopped. I'm like, I have no money, and I'm looking for a wonderful distraction from this right now. So I was like, yeah, sure, you know, yes. So, of course, there's a bar right there because it's Mexico and an island. And um, we have drinks together and talk for, like, maybe close to an hour. I tell him, like, my sad story of woe, and, you know, we talk a little bit. And he's like, I have these friends on the other side of the island. We should go over there and go to their house. And I'm like, okay. So we go to the parking lot where people are coming and going from the beach and hitch a ride on the back of this pickup truck where there's like a bunch of other people to the other side of the island. And so I jump in the truck, we're going along, and there's this like really, really cute, beautiful little five-year-old girl. And I'm, you know, trying to like use my shitty Spanish to talk to her like, ¿Cómo te llamas? And ¿Cuántos años tienes? Like, what's your name? How old are you? And um, I find out that we have the same birthday. And it just like blows my mind right there in the back of that truck. I'm like, no one knows where I am. I have not a penny to my name. Like I'm just by myself and on the back of a random truck on this island going to I don't know where. And this girl has my same fucking birthday. <laughs> so they drop us off at the other side of the island. And um, we get off the truck and I start to realize that we're in like a really fancy neighborhood. <laughs> it's like mansion, mansion, you know. And I'm like... So how do you know these people again? And he says, I did some carpentry work for them a few months ago. And it started, look down, it starts to kind of settle in like what our situation is. I'm like, I'm in a bathing suit with no shoes on. We've been drinking. It's Christmas. And we're about to knock on the door of some people that you did some work for a few months ago. Like, I'm like, this is a terrible fucking idea. Like, no, no, no. I'm like, we'll just walk back to the other side of the island. It'll be fine. And he, you know, so I like start walking back and he's like, no, no, no. You know, what's the worst that can happen? It'll be fine. And convinces me to stay. So we go to this huge door of this like glorious house and knock on it. And I'm so nervous. And this 
After a few seconds, this middle-aged white guy in like a Hawaiian shirt and shorts comes to the door and opens the door. And he says, oh my God, Stephen, it's been far too long. How are you? Who is this lovely guest that you've brought us? And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> like, yay. And he's like, come in, come in. We go into this house. It's like beautiful Mexican tile. And there's these French doors going out to this huge like patio area. And there's like a table and some chairs there and then a hot tub and this like young boy playing Spanish guitar who's like his nephew and then this huge pool and there's like a mosaic of a sun on the bottom of it that's beautiful and then like right past that, right past their property is just the ocean. And I'm like, wow, you know? And our host says, we were on the lobster boat all day. Like, are you hungry? We have so much lobster left over. Would you like that? And we're like, yes, absolutely. And he's like, do you like tequila? There's some tequila from this place that we love. You know, we'll have some of that. So he gets us lobster and brings us tequila. And there's this beautiful woman who's like, walks in. And he's like, this is, you know, the hot Danish dive instructor. And he didn't say that. But I don't remember her name. And I don't know if she was like their dive instructor or a friend of theirs who happened to be a dive instructor. I have no idea. All I remember is in my head, she's the young, hot Danish dive instructor. And that's just like how she'll be. And so she was there kind of ignoring us. And then, so we're out there sitting and our host is like, tell me about what's going on back home, like in America. And just is so interested in everything I have to say. Like I'm the authority on all like international relations and he wants to know about my life and it makes it seem so interesting. And to like a 17-year-old, this is like opium, you know? I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. So we watch, we talk about who knows what, lots of things, eat our lobster and drink our tequila and watch the sunset over the ocean and the pool with the huge sun mosaic. And it was just magical. And once it gets dark after the sun sets, our host is like, oh, you know, I'm sure you have to be getting back to where you're staying. Um, hot young Danish dive instructor is taking her motorcycle back into town. She'll take you wherever you need to go. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I jump on the back of her motorcycle and she takes me back into town and she drops me off about half a block from where the hostel was. And I get off her bike and I'm walking up to the hostel and these New Zealand dudes that were also staying at the hostel are like, oh my God, Ellie, did you hear? <clears throat> and I'm like, yeah, I heard, you know, everything's gone. <laughs> like, I don't really want, you know, it's setting back in. And they're like, no, 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 we got everything back. And I'm once again like, what? Like, I need to go find my cousin and find out what's going on. So I go back to our room, and my cousin's like, we got everything back. <laughs> so some whoever had stolen everyone's belongings the night of the Christmas Eve party, I don't know what happened, but um, basically in the afternoon of Christmas Day, they found everything that had been stolen in like this huge pile directly on the inside of the wall and like the far corner of the hostel compound. So like either what I'm, th and they said it wasn't there before. So what I'm thinking is that either the person who stole it felt bad and just threw everything back over the wall or someone that they loved or, you know, like them didn't want them to get in trouble or was like, this is wrong and made them throw everything back. But everything was there. All of our money was there. They didn't take anything of anybody's. And I came back and it was all there. <laughs> Keep it going for Ellie Stevens, everybody. That is crazy. The Narrators is produced by Robert Rutherford, Mary Robertson, Aaron Rollman, and me, Ron Doyle. Our assistant producer is Sydney Crane. 
Our theme music is by Whalehawk, and our founder and executive producer is Andrew Orvidal. A very special thanks to our amazing sponsors, Illegal Pete's, Sexy Pizza, From the Hip Photo, and Renegade Brewing Company. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And join us at one of our live monthly shows, which take place every second Tuesday of the month at Tiger Tiger Tavern in San Diego, California, and every third Wednesday of the month at Bumport Theater in Denver, Colorado. Both shows start at 8 p.m. and are always free to attend. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter, and for past episodes, photos from our live shows, and a list of our upcoming events and themes, please visit thenarrators.org. Thanks for listening.